Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VBCOE podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Ms. Christina Jackson, the VBCOE Education Chair. And today, my podcast guest is Mr. Paul Mesplay, Code Regula- Regulation Specialist for DHCD. How are you doing, Paul? Doing great, Christina. How are you? I'm good. So we're going to start off the podcast like we do all of the podcasts. Please tell me about yourself. And how long have you been in the code profession? Sure. Um, so, yeah, I haven't been in the code profession terribly long. Um, I started back in 2015 with Henrico County. Um, that was after I had this small little construction company um, in the city of Richmond. I was doing renovations and some infill development. Um, and then got to a point where I was engaged and needed to prepare for starting a family. So I decided I needed a job that provided some benefits like health insurance. Uh, so I applied for a job at Henrico County and that, that started my, uh, my career. That was back in 2015. And so how did you get into construction? I got into construction. So <laughs> I didn't go to school for construction. Um, I got my undergraduate degree in political science and international studies. And I got a master's degree in public administration. Um, I took Arabic for you know five semesters. I had plans of working for like Department of Defense, State Department, stuff like that. Um, but I graduated from grad school in 2011 with a you know public sector degree at probably the worst time in modern history to graduate with a public sector degree because we were in a recession. <laughs> and here I am coming out of grad school, no, no idea what I'm doing, no experience. And I was, you know, competing against an applicant pool that was generally career civil servants who had decided who, you know, lost their jobs for whatever reason and were going back and doing kind of entry level stuff. So um, I jumped around doing random Craigslist jobs after grad school for a little bit, Um, did a cross country trip after grad school Um, and ended up working for a real estate agent. Um, He needed somebody to. Um, kind of work his contracts and do all the back-end paperwork. And he actually ended up having um, a blood clot explode on his spine and became paralyzed. Uh, so he was like, I need somebody to help my buyers out. So he paid for me to get my buyer's, my buyer's license um, or my real estate license, and I was helping out with the buyers. And it was at that time, a lot of my buyers, you know, I was fresh out of college. So a lot of my buyers were first-time home buyers. And one of the more economical places to purchase a home in Richmond was in the north side. And there were a couple people doing renovations in north side, you know, buying houses for $30,000, $40,000, fixing them up and selling them. And I was just like, man, I think I think I could do that. I don't know anything about construction. Well, my granddad knows a lot about construction. He, <laughs> his, his firm uh, ended up developing you know, Tyson's Corner and a lot of neighborhoods in northern Virginia. And his his wife had just recently passed away. So I was like, hey, you know, Grandpa, this would be a fun thing that you and I could do together, get you out of the house. You could teach me about construction. I could provide you with some some work to do to get your mind off of, you know, the tragedy of losing your wife. And he was all on board. So he was my first business partner. Um, He taught me everything I know about construction. Um, And so, yeah, that's where it started back in 2011, right around there. I did that for about four years, five years. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. So I do have a question. Sure. Has your Arabic 
come in handy in doing inspections and <laughs> doing your job as a inspector? Not once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for the day where I can just, you know, I get a phone call from a, you know, a citizen or something and I can let it roll. But hey, just wait. Just wait. There's gonna be yeah. that time that we're gonna call uh-huh. and we're gonna be like, um, I I need an expert who can translate Arabic for me. And they're like, oh, I remember I listened to a podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and he um he said he spoke Arabic. And to be fair, so the, the Arabic that I know is considered classical Arabic. So it's um it's really? like the, it's the formal Arabic that's used in uh, like newspapers and stuff like that. There are a ton of regional dialects. Um and so I don't have a good grasp on those. Um but you can you can liken the classical Arabic to like Shakespearean English almost. Wow. That's so yeah. interesting. See, yeah. I learned something very interesting about you today. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the two jurisdictions that you work for. Sure. So I started working um, in Henrico County's permit center um, and I would just kind of do, it was kind of like their one-stop um, their center where, you know, plumbing, electrical, mechanical, residential permits would come through and then, um, small residential projects, so additions, decks, things of that nature. Um, I was terrified interviewing for that job, <laughs> and I remember to this day it was a you know two part interview. I, I was fine the first part. The second part was a panel interview. I remember sitting down in a room with Greg Revels, Jim Nocter, Chris Snido, Bowman Bowles, and just being incredibly intimidated. <laughs> By oh, these really? guys. oh yeah absolutely and i remember one of the one of the questions i asked was um does the layout of the building code make sense to you i said no <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> i've never opened a code book before <laughs> so it kind of lightened the mood a little bit there but i worked for henrico county for a couple years um and then you know my, my wife and i my daughter moved out to hanover county and pretty soon after we moved out there, a position to open up for a residential plan reviewer for Hanover County. So I interviewed there. That was an interesting interview. I interviewed with Richard Bartell and Brian Gennellini. <laughs> one of the first, I think one of the first questions of the interview, once they made sure that I was actually Paul Mesplay, I think one of the first questions <laughs> was, do you hunt? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I don't hunt. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, it turns out, I mean, you know, hunting's a, it's a big thing in Hanover County. And so a lot of, a lot of the inspectors like to take off and have time for hunting. So wow. they're looking for somebody who wouldn't interfere with that. Check that off. <laughs> That's right. And the, the second question was, are you afraid of heights? I said, what the hell kind of interview is this? No, I'm not. <laughs> I said, good. Cause you have to do roller coaster inspections for King's Dominion while you're here. Oh, it's okay. So I, I answered those two questions correctly and got hired uh, working at Hanover County. Wow, that is so interesting. Great story, great story. Thank you. So tell me a little bit how you transitioned from Hanover County now to the Department of Housing and Community Development. That's another interesting story. So um, I just I just finished my MCP uh, certification and I was just kind of bored in the office a little bit. So I was looking at the um, Academy's website to see what kind of classes they had coming up, what I hadn't taken yet. And they had an elevator inspector class. And I thought, okay, that'd be pretty cool. Let me see what that's all about. And so I, I go to the class, I bring my laptop with me. And the only table that I could find 
in relative close proximity to an outlet was a table um, with this guy named Jeff Brown. <laughs> and come to find out, Jeff Brown was the director of the State Building Kids Office. So I was talking to him over the course of the days. Um, and he let me know that there was a position open. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I checked it out on the website. I have no idea what the what you guys do. <laughs> and he said, okay, yeah, well, I understand. Um, HR kind of, they write the the uh, job job postings, but here's a little bit a little bit about what we do on a day to day. And so he told me kind of the day to day workings of the state building codes office, and I was I was hooked. I said, man, that sounds fantastic. And so I applied and had to interview and and got that job. Wow. The interview was interesting for that too. <laughs> There's another interview. You, you got the inter- you're the interview story guy. <laughs> I you know it's the the office was downtown um, and it just snowed you know a day or two before, and as I get to the front door of the building, I trip and I fall on the ice outside. Oh my god! Tear my pant leg. I have a bloody leg. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so I'm walking oh. like I'm walking into the elevator, like up to the uh, to the floor where we have our interview, holding my briefcase in front of my leg, trying to hide this bloody mess of a leg that I have. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so Jeff Jeff's there and he's asking, you know, how's your morning going? I said, Well, it was a lot better before I tripped and fell on the ice outside. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, literally broke the ice that way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Talk about break a leg. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Please tell us about the code and regulation specialist for DHCD. Um, what does that job entail? Um, how does it impact us day to day in doing our codes inspections and code officials throughout the state? Sure. So one of our um, primary functions as a code and regulation specialist um, on the code development team is to literally develop the uniform statewide building code for Virginia. It's a multi-year process and, you know, it starts you know, we just started this last process here recently, um, back in January of 2022. Uh, but it starts with you know, convening work groups, um, study groups, and subwork groups to handle various topics, um, and addressing some changes at the national level, see if they're going to be appropriate for Virginia, um, and then correlating all of the national codes with the Virginia codes, um, you know, processing all of the code change proposals, um, and then a lot of it is also kind of typing in all of the code change proposals into Virginia's regulatory system, presenting that before the Board of Housing and getting approval that way. Um, so that's kind of like the the meat and potatoes of what we do. Outside of that, there's a lot of other a lot of other things we do. Um, so kind of public relations with all the VBCOA regions is another one. So we all try to attend VBCOA meetings. Uh, we attend all the conferences, so VBCOA conferences, and then the trade conferences as well, VFPA, VPMIA, things of that nature. And they're also all heavily involved at the national level. So we attend the, the committee action hearings. Uh, we attend the public comment hearings for the, mm-hmm. the national codes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of us serve on committees at the national level as well. So I serve on a couple exam development committees with ICC, oh, wow. um, helping, helping develop some of the exams for certifications. Uh, and a couple of us also serve on um, technical committees as well, um, yes. energy, stuff like that. So. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. So question, do you like your job? I love my job. And a lot of that too, and I've, I was actually talking with 
uh, my supervisor, Richard Potts, the other day about it. And I was like, you know, the job itself is is great. It, it, it checks off a lot of boxes for me. But one of the things that makes it such an awesome job is the group of people I get to work with. So to, both directly. So I get to work really closely with Florin Maltavon, Richard Potts, Jeff Brown, Travis Luter um, on a day-to-day -day basis. And we all get along really well. We work really well together. Um, and then also being able to to interact with a lot of the VBCOA members as well is fantastic. Um, and all of that, I think, comprises kind of my my love for my job. Yeah. Great. So speaking of VBCOA, how did you get involved in VBCOA? So when I started working um, at Hanover County, um, I was working closely with Mike Utsi and Casey Littlefield. And at the time, Mike Utsi was the uh, the Region 7 chair. And he asked if I would like to go to some meetings. I said, well, I have no idea what VBCOA is. <laughs> sure, I'll go. <laughs> so I got involved that way. Um, and that kind of snowballed a little bit to a point where I ended up becoming Region 7 chair um, by accident. Um, <laughs> I was, How was this by accident? <laughs> I was taking uh, one of my certification exams as I was working toward my MCP. And... They were having elections. Well, I'm sorry, Paul. So for the listeners that may not know, what sure. is the MCP? Sure. So um, MCP stands for Master Code Professional. It is a designation that is given out by ICC. Uh, it's considered kind of the, the ultimate, the highest level of achievement within the ICC credentials. Uh, requires a ton of exams. Um, and a lot of time studying for those exams. But yeah, you you pass X number of exams. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I think I've got 27 certifications at the national level. So it's some something around there. Um, oh, okay. But impressive. Yeah. Um, so I was taking one of the one of the exams that I needed for the master code professional designation. Mm -hmm. I think I think I was taking the electrical plans examiner um, or electrical 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 inspector exam, commercial electrical inspector exam. One of the tough ones. <laughs> one of the ones I saved it for last. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, you know, Region 7 was ho having their elections that day, and my boss at the time, Richard Gordon, was there, and my name got nominated, and Richard Gordon said some nice things about me, apparently, and they voted me in. Yeah, I was like, all right, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm going to fake it till I make it. This is one of those voluntold positions as well. Amen. That's but, right. you know, it just goes to show that VBCOA always um, can see good talent, you know, and, and encourage young people to be a part. And so Ooh. it's just great to me. I think it, it's a testament to you and your personality and what you've brought to the codes industry that everyone was like, oh, Paul would be great <laughs> at this. Paul, are you talking about Paul? <laughs> yes, Paul would be great at this. So, yeah, let's go ahead and nominate Paul. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I remember going to the next region meeting as the chair. Uh-huh. And it was the most packed region meeting I'd ever seen because wow. everyone wanted to come see the new region chair. <laughs> and I'm fairly confident that 70% of them did not believe that that was me. Really? <laughs> was there, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, generally speaking, I'm on the younger side. Yeah. You know, we are. So this is an industry where we have, you know, kind of, you know, career, um, 
tradesmen who often find their way into positions. That's correct. Um, and here I was, how old was I? 29 or something. Wow. So I don't know. I, I could tell by the looks, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was fantastic. Very welcoming. They allowed me to fumble my way through being region chair and it was a great experience. So VBCOA provided a mentorship opportunity. 110%. They, yeah, VBCOA provided a wonderful mentorship opportunity. Absolutely. So in, in all your experience um, with your background in real estate and construction and now into codes and the codes regulations, how do you see technology evolving what we do as code professionals or even developing the new codes and regulations that will be coming forth um, here in the future? I think technology is going to play a scarily impressive role in how we do our jobs. Um, you know, and I think COVID has taught us that as well. So at the state level, you know, one of the things that the state building codes office does is we, uh, we oversee the state's manufactured housing program mm -hmm. and part of that, um, part of that job, you know, requires, uh, inspections of dealer lots and auditing dealer lots. And so what we did was we developed a virtual audit process mm -hmm. with, uh, with doing those inspections and, it was pretty, you know, rudimentary using um, an application on a cell phone and things of that nature. But I think we're going to get to a point where inspections in general are going to be a lot more um, automated and predicated on, you know, drones and various forms of AI. Um, there's an outfit in Florida that does virtual inspections of tiny homes. And I think we're going to see that expand to single family homes as well. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, I think technology is going to play a, an extensive role in how we do our jobs. And I think we need to lean into it because it's coming no matter what. Yeah, right, um, right. So if we can uh, learn to embrace it and learn to use it well and to help us, uh, I think it'll be a good transition. Okay. That's very, very interesting. Um, is there anything else you would like for our, the podcast universe and our listeners to know about you? And um, please leave some contact information if somebody has any questions, how they can get in contact with you, Paul. Sure. So, I mean, um, one thing that I've always kind of told myself in this career is to say yes before saying no and kind of figure it out as you go along. Um, I think that's provided a lot of opportunity for me that I wouldn't have otherwise had. Um, and the other thing, if there are any younger, uh, like fresh out of high school folks who maybe are coming out of a tech center or a trade center, something like that, I would say definitely consider a career in building inspections, plan review, code enforcement, something of that nature. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. There's a lot of need for, uh, for young blood in this right. industry. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can, you can tailor your experience and your career to what you enjoy. So whether that's your plumbing, mechanical, electrical, energy, um, if you are interested in architecture, engineering, plan review might be a great option for you. Right. If you're interested in management, property maintenance official, building official, um, there's just a huge opportunity for, for folks to, to get involved in a ton of capacities in the code enforcement world. So I'd say check it out. That's Definitely. great, Paul. And how can we get in contact with you? 
Um, the bet. Well, I'm a, like a dirty millennial, so the best way to get in contact with me <laughs> is electronically via email. Um, so I don't know, Christina, if you're going to have show notes, uh, but I could pop my uh, email address in the show notes as well as my cell phone information. That's um, People can check that out and reach out. I'm happy to entertain any code-related questions or career-related questions. Well, Paul, thank you so much. I'm pretty sure our listeners have enjoyed this podcast with you. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Thank you very much, Christina. It's been awesome. Love it. All right. This has been the VBCOA podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast. Please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any questions, be sure to contact us at vbcoa.org. Go to the Contact Us button and make sure you fill out the form to make sure you get in contact with our podcast. Again, this is Christina Jackson, your host, and this has been a VBCOA, a Building Code Geeks podcast.